Welcome to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 331 and a half, and today I'm going to talk about a couple of great backlist titles that are perfect for this Halloween season. So hello! It's October. I don't know how that happened. It's amazing to me. All of a sudden, it's so cold in Maine, and I'm not a big fan. It's actually like really cold at night, so then the heat comes on, so then it's warm in the day, so then the house is really hot, and it's bananas. Um, so I'm constantly putting on sweaters and taking them off, but I will be okay. I will persevere. Don't worry about me. So here we are. We're talking about backlist. I have a couple of creepy titles that I want to tell you about. Before I do that, I want to mention that Book Riot just had its 10th birthday. We are 10 years old. I cannot believe I've been working for Book Riot for 10 years. Simultaneously seems so short and so long. It's just amazing. So to celebrate our 10-year anniversary this October, we are running a line of limited edition merchandise that will only be available in October. It includes hoodies, sweatshirts, tote bags, and more all in our signature logo colors with the BR branding. If you want to get in on this awesome merchandise, you can go to bookriot.com slash merch and check it out. And before I talk about books, we also want to hear from today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Steve Aoki's HeroQuest at your local bookstore or online at HeroQuest.com and catch Steve live on the Heavenly Hell Tour. Hero Quest is the graphic novel that is the story of a genetically augmented metahuman named Hero who travels into the multiverse 400 years into the future to save Earth from a disaster it cannot avoid. It has everything from mutants to robots to zombies to aliens, witches, and more. It's a quest for 10 rings of tremendous power from 10 different worlds that will be needed to save our world from certain disaster. It's an epic journey that will require the hero named Hiro to be cursed to save the lives of billions on Earth. It's a story of heroism, wonder, betrayal, and finally, revelation. This is the hero's journey. This is Hiro's quest. So the story was imagined by the mind of Steve Aoki and written by New York Times bestselling author Jim Kruger and Steve Aoki. So make sure to check it out. And this episode comes thanks again to Steve Aoki's Hero Quest at your local bookstore or online at HeroQuest.com and catch Steve live on the Heavenly Hell Tour. Okay, so scary books. I was looking through my notes and I talked about this book almost exactly two years ago. And I'm going to do it again because I love this book and I feel like so many people still don't know about it. So I'm going to talk about it. It is The Good House by Tanana Reeve Du. It's about a woman named Angela Tucson. She is a mother to a teenage son named Corey, and she gets the opportunity after a divorce to move into her late grandmother's home in Sacagawea, Washington. And she's excited to move into this family home. And her grandmother was a wonderful woman. She was adored by everyone in town. The place was called The Good House, partly because it was owned by somebody whose last name was good, you know, but also because everyone loved her grandmother. And it was also the only structure to survive a mudslide many years earlier. So this is like a special house. But the summer that Angela moves in, there is a horrible tragedy and her son dies by suicide. Grieving, Angela moves away, but there's just something about the house that she can't let go of. And two years after Corey dies, she moves back and she's determined to find out what is really going on in the house. She learns about troubles that her grandmother had 70 years earlier when she may have crossed a demon. And now there possibly is an ancient evil 
lurking behind the walls of the home she resides in now. Can Angela rid the town of this evil once and for all and get out of it with her life? It's really creepy and enthralling. It's kind of a slow burn. The suspense builds and builds. Um, I think I mentioned this on the last All the Books show. I Scary houses. Oh, that's like my weakness in horror. Like I can read about anything, but like scary houses, whoo they freak me out. Of course, I love to read about them too. So I, these are all, all the books I'm going to talk about today, I think, have scary house things. Um, this one definitely does. And it's just so excellent. I hope that she has a new book coming out soon because I feel like it's been a while since we've had something new from her. She has an amazing collection of scary short stories called Ghost Summer, if you're interested in that. Uh, I do want to give content warnings for death of a child, suicide, sexual assault, violence, death, and body horror in this one. If you are looking for a Stephen King read-alike, uh, which is something that people are often asking about, even though he has like 80 million books. This is definitely a good one. It is The Good House by Tanana Reeve Du. And my next pick, I think I've talked about before, but it's worth mentioning again. It is Wyland or The Transformation by Charles Brockton Brown. If you are a fan of horror novels or gothic fiction or just classic American literature, this is definitely one that you want to get your hands on. It, it's like 300-something years old, so you can find a copy, piece of cake, for hardly anything. Uh, it is considered the first published American horror novel. It was published in 1798, and it scared the hell out of everyone. It's about Clara Wyland and her brother Theodore. Their father was a German immigrant who moved to America and built them this amazing home, and he also had this kind of strange temple uh, on his property, and he was found dead there. He died by spontaneous combustion. And the children inherited everything from him. They split it. And now, years later, they are older. Theodore is married. He has a wife. He has children. And something in his house has started terrorizing him. He hears a man speaking to him. He hears, like, a really weird voice. And some other people claim to have heard it, too, and his family is frightened for him because it changes him and they don't know what's going on. And it's super creepy. Now, so I've talked about this before. Like, if you lived in, you know, the woods of New England or you lived in the country hundreds of years ago and you heard, like, weird noises at night. Like, say you heard, like, a fisher cat screaming, which is the scariest thing I've ever heard in the middle of the night. You know, you can't just Google it and be like, what was that thing that sounded like a person being murdered outside my window? You know, you'd be scared. You'd be like, what is happening? And back then, first of all, the idea of spontaneous combustion, like that had people all freaked out. People were like worried that it was going to happen to them because they didn't know the science behind it. And they didn't know that it, you know, it wasn't really a thing that happened that often. And then you have like this house and it has noises and all this stuff going on. This book scared people a lot. You know, now you read it and you're like, oh, okay, that's what that was. But back then, you would have been terrified. And this book is still scary because it has scary things going on in the house, you know, until you get to the reveal and you're like, oh, okay. So I thought it was great fun to read. You know, people weren't as familiar with many things back then, so it was fun to be scared. So that one is Wyland or The Transformation by Charles Brockton Brown. And now for Dealer's Choice today, I thought I would talk about a book I just read that is also scary and also has creepy things happening in a house. It is The Book of Cold Cases by Simone St. James. It comes out on March 15th of next year in 2022. And I think Simone St. James' most recent one was The Sundown Motel, uh, which is 
super freaky and awesome. And this one I loved scared me to pieces. It's set in Oregon in two time periods. In 1977, there's a small town called Clare Lake, and they have a murderer on the loose. They're calling her the lady killer because these men are found murdered by the side of the road, and there is a note written in what appears to be a woman's handwriting saying, like, catch me, ha, 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 you know. And there are a couple of murders, and then the police think that the murderer is this heiress, Beth Greer, and they arrest her. Uh, she lives by herself in this giant mansion up on the hill. Her father was murdered in a home invasion that was never solved. Her mother died in a car accident, and she's just lived there alone for the last couple of years. And they think that someone thinks that they saw her near the scene of the last murder. So she's arrested, but they have no evidence, no evidence whatsoever. She's convicted, you know, in the court of public opinion immediately because she's beautiful and she doesn't smile and she has all this money and she's like doesn't seem to be sad about anything that's going on. So everyone's like, oh, it's obviously her. But they have no evidence. And so she's acquitted. And so now and that's not a spoiler. And now it's like present day, and there's a young woman named Shay Collins, and she works as a receptionist at a doctor's office. But she also runs a true crime website called The Book of Cold Cases, where she investigates cold cases and talks about them and tries to get information. And she also has a secret. When she was young, when she was nine, a man attempted to abduct her. He got her into his car, and she managed to escape. And she's been scared of cars and scared to go out ever since then. Uh, but most people don't know this about her. And so one day, Shay is at work at, at the doctor's office, and this woman comes in, and she realizes this is Beth Greer, the woman who was accused of being the lady killer. And now it's, you know, 40 years later. And just feeling bold, she follows her out of the office, and she asks her if she can interview her for her blog. Because, I mean, she lives, Shay lives in town, in the town with, like, one of the most famous unsolved cold cases. And to her surprise, Beth says, okay, I will talk to you about what happened back then. And so Shay is astounded because she's like, why now? She's turned down interviews for the last 40 years. You know, why Why me? But Beth agrees to be interviewed. She sets her up with interviews with a police officer who arrested her, with Beth's lawyer. Uh, and it turns out that not everyone thought that Beth was guilty back then. But if Beth didn't do it, who did? It's a really interesting look at the sexism involved uh, in Beth's case, like like I was mentioning, like the passing of judgment, and also like the sexism and people saying like, oh, a woman could never do something like this. And it it's so scary. Like, why has Beth spent the last four decades locked away behind the doors alone in her family mansion? And what Shay finds there is so creepy. Like, I started reading this thinking like, oh, okay, this is a thriller. It's going to be a mystery. It's going to be a thriller. I did not realize it was going to be a supernatural thriller. And I was reading it in the middle of the night, and I was like, I am so scared. I am so scared. But, like, in a really awesome way, like how books do that, which is really, really fun. So I highly recommend this one. The, there's content warnings for murder, mention of sexual assault, abduction of children, uh, the death of children, the death of family members, car accidents, violence, uh, you know, just general terror, a lot more things. I will definitely be talking about this book again when we get closer to its publication time, it is The Book of Cold Cases by Simone St. James, and that comes out in March of next year. And that is it for me today, book lovers. Thank you to our sponsor. Thank you to our awesome audio editor, Jen Zink. 
You can find a list of all the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. You can pick up some Book Riot merch by going to bookriot.com slash merch. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday to tell you about the week's great new releases. And for more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. Have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. Thank you.